0: We don't always have time to listen to a whole podcast. Healing for Healers shorts are a way to check in with yourself and an opportunity to listen to a snippet of something to give you food for thought. I hope you enjoy. I'm recording one of my books to make it an audiobook. It's called Heal Your Inner Wounds. And the first chapter is Heal Your Inner Wounded Child. At the very end of the chapter, there's a whole section on learning how to have fun without guilt. And as I'm reading it, I'm realizing that I'm currently playing computer games, looking outside, taking time to process things that are going on. While I was reading this chapter, I realized that I needed to hear what I had written all those years ago. I think it was in 2016. So renewing and refreshing the energies of these books, I know that it's an important time for people and that they need help to do their inner work. What I thought I'd do is share that section here with you, learning how to have fun without guilt, because maybe you need to hear that one too. And stay tuned to find my book on Audible, hopefully before the end of the year 2023. The Wounded Child learning to have fun without guilt. When I'm processing my inner work, healing a wound or making sense of something that's happened in my life, I find sometimes I need to play. I've learned that time in play helps me consolidate my inner work as it gives me space, helps me ground, and increases my tolerance for life because I've given myself the space that I need. Play has a very important purpose for me, and that really eases the pressure I would have put on myself if I didn't understand or thought I was just wasting time. My clients need play too, and so do you. I play computer games, I colour pictures and I play with my dog and my children. I also love to read for fun, particularly novels with magic, magicians and dragons. What do you like to do for fun? This part of the work is lighter than the other parts we've looked at, yet it's just as important. When you take downtime through play, you become stronger in your sense of who you are, more at ease with the world, and your overall happiness levels increase. You could see it as further consolidation work, combining the receiving love part from earlier in the chapter, along with the saying no part that we've just done. Now we're learning how to say yes to fun, and that brings with it much relief and joy. What would the world be like if nobody celebrated or allowed themselves to enjoy their lives? Awful. So see yourself as stepping into a new kind of energy, becoming a role model, as you allow yourself to be someone who can have fun without feeling guilty about it. If this idea brings up resistance, that's where you start. Exercise. Journaling. Get your notebook and pen and answer the following questions. In reality, who would actually resent you having fun? Can you make a list? Can you go into this and discern what their reasoning may be? Is it reasonable? Or is this all in your mind? What about your idea of wasting time? What should you be doing instead? Is this a pressure that you're putting on yourself? Now that I've explained the role of play in consolidating inner work and increasing levels of happiness in your life, can you see the value in it? What has changed for you? What ideas can you let go of now? When was the last time you really had fun? What were the circumstances around that? Why didn't you let yourself absorb the joy around you? What do you currently do for fun? What have you never done that you would like to try? What do you feel right now is more important to you than having fun? Is this the truth? Like the saying goes, nobody wishes that they had worked harder when they're on their deathbed. And the idea of a bucket list as a list of things to do before we die is, I think, often used as an excuse for not having simple and accessible fun in our day-to-day lives. Make your life overall one you enjoy by having more fun in a manageable way more often. Let's be clear, having fun the way I'm talking about here doesn't include meeting people on social occasions. Meeting your friends could often be fun, but you need to value your alone time fun too. And if the people that you're meeting pull on you, put you in situations when you're finding yourself saying yes when you should be saying no, or you find yourself emotionally drained after meeting them, become more aware of it and become more discerning when you're deciding what to do for yourself. Breaking the pattern of guilt around having fun. Sometimes the only way to break a pattern is to just break it. Settle on an activity that you enjoy. It could be crafting, artwork, or a sport that you do for the sheer fun of it or choose something new and sign up for classes, or watch some lessons on YouTube. My children and I spent months working on loom band creations out of coloured bits of elastic bands. We watched plenty of tutorials for free on YouTube, and we had so much fun creating, wearing, and sharing our designs. After you spend time doing the exercises earlier in this chapter, you might be more familiar with your inner child, so having a dialogue with them is much easier. It's time to have a conversation with your inner child about having fun. Exercise. Talking with your inner child. Go to your landscape and know that the landscape could change as you are changing. You're always in flow and in flux. Ask to meet your inner child to chat about having fun. Breathe and wait and slow down. Allow one of the many aspects of you to show up in your mind's eye. You might be surprised at who appears. Say hello to them. Sit and talk. Ask how they are. See if your inner child gives their approval for the activity that you've chosen. Perhaps there was something that you used to do and love that you've forgotten about. Let your inner child know that you're doing this as the adult now that they might need to teach you how to have fun. Would that be okay with them? Ask them if they'd come with you to this new activity and remind you how much fun you love to have. Always end a meeting with your inner child with an embrace and a connection to love, opening your heart and feeling the warmth between both of you. Connect to gratitude as you let the images dissolve away knowing that you have your own full permission to start being more present in your life for joy, love and fun. One of my clients used to love making clothing for her dolls. After she did this exercise, she remembered everything about it, and she started doing it again with her grandchildren, who adored the new creations. So let your inner child unlock the creativity in you that you might have forgotten about when you were caught up in the seriousness of your life. Again, this work might take some time for you to integrate. If there's an aspect of you that's getting in the way of your fun and play, it could be time to do some inner teenager work, which we'll cover in the next chapter. Know that when your inner child is happy, this makes you, the responsible adult, happy too. Feeling seen and heard in the world. The work that you've done in this chapter has built up your sense of self, security and presence in the world. To build trust with yourself at this deep level fosters hope, relaxes you around love, Gives you a certainty and a voice in your relationships and setting good boundaries. Here's a final exercise for you to do so you no longer feel like you're a child in the world. So you feel big and strong in your connection to your life and to the people around you. Exercise. Consolidation work. Take some time in a safe space to relax. Consciously bring your awareness into your body. Try a body scan, a centering exercise, or a body reconnection exercise. Just breathe and bring your awareness down into your body with every breath. Breathing for your face and your eyes and your ears and your nose. Breathing for your throat and your chest and your arms. Saying hello to your arms and your hands. Breathing in and opening the chest. Relaxing and dropping your awareness into your heart. The longer you spend slowing down and connecting to your body, the more relaxed you will feel. Feel your feet on the ground. Imagine them sinking through the floor, through the building if you're inside, through the foundations, cement, rock, stone, and soil, connecting into the soft, welcoming earth. Go down as deeply as you feel you can with your imagination. Hook your energy right into the earth. A grounding exercise can help here too. Now bring your awareness back into your body and reconnect to your responsible adult self. How big are you? How much space are you taking up in the world? Are you shrinking away or can you expand? Take a breath and imagine your energy field is expanding. relax, and allow yourself to fill the room completely. If there's something in your life that's making you feel small, a person, a project, or even just something in general, imagine now that you are bigger than that in your mind as you breathe and expand again. Breathing in certainty and strength. And breathe out your fear, your smallness, your apologetic self. Let the fear and small feelings flow through your body and out through your feet. Come into balance. Now see yourself standing tall. Whatever it is, you can do it. Say out loud, I can and I will. Feel the vibration of I can and I will resonating and rippling down through your entire body now. Breathing in, breathing out and expanding. I can and I will. Getting stronger in you as that energy goes straight down into your stomach. I can and I will. How does it feel now? I can, and I will. Let go of all of the images now, but hold on to that feeling. And we say it two more times. I can, and I will. I can, and I will. And know that you can reconnect to this feeling anytime by saying these words, I can, and I will.